0: Jeez. So, Brett, we're getting to the end of 2023 for Two Drinks Cinema. So what are we going to do for 2024? Well, as our Christmas list has proved, Mm -hmm. going just by anniversaries isn't great. Yeah, Bill Murray. (laughs) Yeah, Will Ferrell. So, I had an idea. Okay. Listeners... Mm. let us know what movie you want us yeah, to review. Yeah, yeah. We are going to put all the movies into a hat. Yep. I have a Willy Wonka style hat, so there's a movie Ooh, reference. Oh, okay. And then we'll just pull one out each week. Will it also come with like a child that was killed in a chocolate factory? No, it won't. Okay, that's all good. All right. It w- or any bubble gum or any dancing oompa loompas. Oh, it won't come with that. Okay. Hugh Grant or otherwise. All right. Okay. So, so people should write in and say, hey- yep. Brett, I don't think you've done enough Bentley Midland movies. How about you do this yeah. one? Yeah. If they are going to write in, yeah. make sure they do it on a stamped self-addressed envelope <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so people can send it back to us. That's going to be 2024. Good. We've got some Random. on our list already. We've already actually got one listener suggestion. Really? Prior to this idea coming to Great. us. Great. So if you want us to review your movie. Yep then get onto us on the socials or comment on the YouTube channel and let us know what you want to hear from us in 2024. Yeah, we'll give you a shout-out. Yeah. Thanks, Mm. Brett. Thanks, Lee. Thanks, listeners. Okay, Welcome, Brett, to a different type of podcast. Changes. We have had some changes. If you've subscribed on the Two Drink Cinema feed, then you will just be getting this episode. Yeah, good. Because that is the wonders of technology. Uh, But if you are new subscribing, then this is two out of three recommend. Yes. Which was an exhaustive process of naming. Yeah. Uh, But because there are two of us, there are three of us, Brothers. Brothers. Yeah. But we are only two of them. So, two of the three brothers are making recommendations. are making recommendations. We might not recommend the same thing. No, and we but- might not agree on the recommendations. But yeah. uh, that is the point of the podcast now, which gives us a little bit more scope to chat to you all about a little bit more things. Yeah. Because our friend um, of Two Drink Cinema, oh, uh, yeah. Archie Q De Niro, is... Pulled his funding. I was yeah. going to say he died, getting, that's not true. He's dead to me. I was Go. getting a bit worried because Chad S. Minkoy pulled his funding. Mm. Then Archie Q. De Niro pulled their funding. Yeah. Uh, so now we're self-funded. We're just independent. We're just two brothers doing a podcast. Yeah. And without a the De Niro name hanging over us, we get the opportunity to talk about things other than movies. Yeah. Which we will do. Uh, each fortnight will be the Mm. general episode of Two Out of Three Recommend. But because we do still like drinking and watching movies, we are going to throw in some Two drink Cinema episodes as well. Yeah. In which we will recommend whether or not to watch the movie. Yeah. But we're also drinking in this episode. Of course. Because segment one of Two Out of Three Recommend is a drink. Yep. Whether or not we recommend this drink. So let's open this drink. Cheers. Ooh, that was good. That was good. Cheers. Cheers. I hope everybody heard that. That stubby holder. Um, This is... Mm, some I is, recommend. ...Summer's Be Apple Cider, uh, which we have both drunk a lot of, and so we obviously do recommend it. It's very sweet. If you have a sweet tooth... It is. Some people don't like sweet drinks. Certainly, I've found the sweetest on the market of apple ciders in Australia. Pear, Summersby pear is sweeter. No, that doesn't count. It's pear. Um, Some of the recorder legs are sweeter. Oh, yeah. But they're apple and something. That's old school. Yeah. And those big bottles, and they're so expensive. Yeah. Anyway, we recommend Summersby apple cider. Yeah, I will say mm. it's not my favourite cider. Mm. So watch out for future recommendations. If you have a drink you would like us to recommend. Well, yeah, sample and recommend. Sample and mm. tell other people about. Let us know. If you own a drink and you want to sponsor us. I know yeah. it's episode one, yeah. but <laughs> I'm on board. Um, I, I don't drink much, so I'm on keen to try Monday. new things. <laughs> Um we will get into some different types of drinks as the episodes go along. but to be honest, we spent our drink shopping time setting up the new studio today. Yeah, it looks good. So we just went with the summersbys that I already had in the fridge. So if you're watching us on the YouTube, if you've subscribed on the YouTube again, you'll get it on your normal feed. Saved. Uh, there is a difference. Uh, this is studio number five. yeah. Set up for Two Brothers Entertainment, and we've got the drinks that we love. Yep, we've got our logo because and some that why we not? don't love, like cherry brandy. The cherry brandy is there, and also <laughs> the um, what else didn't we like? Maybe I put it in the back row. Just to well, hide it away. There's one bottle of tequila in the back row. There, creme de banana. You're not a fan of. <clears throat> no. <Nah. clears throat> the liquor 43 is up there somewhere too. It's hidden for the as, one time as, we've used it, as well as the bargain of absolute vodka that I got uh, in duty oh, free on the Judy way back from free. Bali. It was such a win! I do recommend Travelling, duty free. <laughs> oh, duty free. <laughs> duty Travelling free for Bali. Duty free. Yeah, because I got and I even like was in Tembisa uh, Airport looking up on Dan Murphy's how much a liter of absolute cost. Oh, and it was ninety bucks. It Was pretty close to two for one. Yeah, like I bought two bottles of, and it's some special edition bottle. Oh, really? So I probably should have put it at the front. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, so um, that is what we've uh, that is what we've got. I'm still fiddling with some sound things, but we'll get there. Yeah, uh, we have the TV to show our logo. I would recommend having a TV. I would recommend having a logo. This is not what the podcast going to well. be, everyone. We're not just going to name things in the room and go. <laughs> Uh, this book by David Balducci, I would not recommend reading. It's just in general. It's Brett, a waste of time. Brett doesn't recommend reading. I will recommend reading. Um, and so there are books here. There are uh, DVDs uh, up there as well. We've got a spare stock of stubby holders mm-hmm. uh, as well, if anyone would like a two-drink cinema stubby holder that yeah. I can show you like this. They're hot in the market now. They are, because... <laughs> I bought 50 of them. We have 47 left. No, I've got three at home. Oh, okay. <laughs> 45 left. 45. And I think I left one at a house in Ballarat. Well, that's good advertising. There you go. If you found it in a house in Ballarat, welcome. Yeah. Because welcome on board. You might have found it, mm. uh, found the uh, podcast through the stubby holder. That's how we'll get rid of them. We'll just go places. Just, like, leave them. Yeah. That's when I have my first novel out. That is a tactic that I will be employing. I will just be going around to all those, you know, little street libraries oh, the little things, little street yeah. libraries—yeah, putting my little book in there. I saw one the other day, but I thought it was a weird place to have it. I think okay in a Melbourne Central. Station. Oh, like at the food court of Melbourne Central. I think there was like a little library there. Well, you might want to read while you're eating. It's pretty fucking noisy in there. I do recommend. Eat, reading while you're eating. I don't recommend on the public piano that's in the Melbourne Central Food Court playing Coldplay. Oh, <laughs> did someone do that? Yeah. Oh, just straight. up I wasn't there with the scientist. Dee 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 dee. That oh, one, a yeah. nice cheery one for your Friday yeah. lunchtime. Yeah, great. You have to go back to work and try and backwards. And <laughs> I don't. Is that the same one that film clip where it's all backwards? Maybe. Or is that clocks? The dee dee de- dee de- de, that That's one. clocks. Okay. What's The Scientist? The anyway, one where it's... I don't know Coldplay. I'm not to going to miss you. one. No, I'm certainly not going boom, to boom, Perth. Boom, ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. I think that's Clocks. No, that's... Um, anyway. I'm certainly not going to Perth for Coldplay. That's for sure. I'm not going anywhere for Coldplay. Uh, so we're going to have different segments. I've we, we talked about them. Another reason for the different setup is that I'm going to start another podcast interviewing Ooh. authors... So we've still got the couches that you will know from the previous YouTube videos, but I'll be using them to chat and have a casual chat with an author. Oh, okay. And that's why the bottom half of the shelves are books. All right. Okay. Explained. Sounds good. Now no one needs to, on YouTube, do one of those like uh, Two Brothers Entertainment Studio Explained videos. Oh. You know, they're a thing on, uh, they mainly do it with movie trailers where someone watches a movie trailer that goes for a minute and then explains it for an hour and a half. Yeah. Particularly with MCU. This is Barbie. (laughs) Yeah. This is Margot Robbie Robbie being Barbie. No, but it'll be like... There's your explanation. See how she steps out of her shoe and then her foot stays up? That's because Barbie, the actual doll... Yeah, we know that. Yeah. You don't need to explain on the YouTube. Yeah. Something else I found on the YouTube recently... Uh, and it caused me to yell at the TV. The John Farnham documentary Finding the Voice has come out recently. Yep. And so people are watching it and means people in other countries are actually discovering one of the best pop voices of all time for the first time. Yeah. Um, Well, because if they're not American, then, like, who are they? 35 years after he won all of the Arias for Whispering Jack. Yeah. And so I watched... It's hope for Delta Goodrum yet. People might still discover it. (laughs) I watched a video of a young English vocal coach. Oh, I don't like these ones. Watching, reacting to the first time... Oh, yeah. I've heard... Yep. ...help by John Farnham. Oh, Right? At one time, she paused the video and said this, Oh, his stagecraft is so good. Like... Uh, You're a vocal coach Just talk about the singing But also, like, yeah It's not like he's in a pub But also it's John Farnham Like, just because you haven't heard of him Doesn't mean he's not great Yeah And it's just, like, I just yelled at the TV I'm like, of course his stagecraft's good He's the biggest artist in the country Yeah, and this was 1995 Oh, yeah So, he'd like, his comeback had already been going for 10 years Mm. So, he's done a lot of concerts, John Farnham, by this time. She was like, oh, his voice is so amazing. I also saw maybe a similar thing on TikTok, and it's like a vocal coach. And it's this woman, so she'll duet, if that's what it's called. Yep. With the reacting to someone singing Kesha. Um, and they were like, oh, wait!" and it's like, wait for the high note at the end. And then you watch a video, and there's no fucking high note at the end. Wow. I'm like, No. Wasting my time. Yeah. I would recommend influencers and any content creators out there. If you put wait till the end on a video, I'm skipping straight away. Yeah. Or, yeah, like. No, because I know I've never had a wait till the end video that has actually had a climax. No. It's like wait till the end and then I realize it has ended because it started on the loop again. Yeah. Yeah. Not because something happened that I was meant to be waiting for. Yeah. Don't put wait till the end on your videos. It annoys people. It annoys the shit oh, do it out of it on me. I'll do it on do it yeah. TikTok. Wait for, for it. it. Don't. <laughs> yeah. Wait for it, and then neither of us tell a punchline. Yeah. Well, that might happen a bit. That, yeah, yeah, but those aren't the bits I'm going to put on TikTok. Speaking of punchlines, yes. What's transition. This, what's this uh. about? <laughs> what's this show about? It is going to be about us recommending stuff as an excuse for us ranting about other things that are happening in our lives. Okay, good. So our first recommendation every show will be about the drink, mm-hmm. and we do recommend, if you have a sweet tooth, Summersby apple cider. Yep. Okay. The next will be about what have you watched that you do or don't recommend for people? Um, I in- Should we get this out of the way? In the last fortnight, the yep. finale of Ted Lasso yep. has come and gone. Yeah. One word, yes or no? Yes. Series three, Ted Lasso? No. Mm, finale, yes. yes. But it was very much finale that could have happened much earlier. Yeah. Uh, but also much later. Like, it was just like, oh, call back to that. Yep. Yep. Uh, call or Yep. Oh, make Lee cry. Yep. There are at least cried. There, yeah. There are at least three points where Shane, my husband, went. Who's that? Yeah, because they just brought back people that had been in one episode in one scene. You know when they and put them was, in the Richmond stands. The game was starting, and the people think. And then it was like the husband and wife. Yeah, that guy the, who the guy that got like hit by the ball and his nose got broken. Yeah, I think he was like a guy that used to be in East who Rebecca had previously dated. Oh. She bumped into him in a restaurant in an episode earlier season three. And I think we as an audience were meant to know that they had history. I think that early season three seems like a different season to me. Season three seems like a very different season to season two. Yeah, like there was just random stuff. Yeah. this se- Like the season three of um, Ted Lasso. Were the episodes longer in season three than season two? Yeah. They were like over an hour long at some yeah. point. Hour 20 was the but finale. Then, you know what? I saw some people online complain that they were like, why did they make the episodes longer? I'm like, yeah, but you can make the episodes longer and it still be good. Just because it started off as being half an hour, 40 minutes, doesn't mean it has to be the same length every time. It's on streaming. Yeah. Yeah. And so press pause. Yeah. Like you don't have to watch it in one go. It's not like Blue Healers, our favourite. Yeah. We watched it between 8.30 and 9.30, and you had to stay up till 9.30 to get the end of the episode. Well, that was it. Yeah. You couldn't watch it until 2020, and then they released the DVD box set. So, we and Shane and I did that. Like, 20 minutes to go, we're like, oh, I've got to go do a gig, or I've got to go whatever. Pause, finished it later. You can do that with the streaming. Yeah. Um, but people don't seem to... I think they get streaming, but they don't get they can do things with streaming. Yes. Or oh why do they release it every week instead of all at once? Like just wait ten weeks. Yeah. And then watch it. How did people exist with television? Like that's just television. It's bloody Gen Zs. Fucking hell. They just want everything now. Now you can get Netflix with hats. Yeah, if you're poor. Yeah, like you still have to pay. But, you pay, but less, you pay less, which a lot of people will be doing because Netflix a password sharing, crackdown coming. Yeah, whatever. I don't share my Netflix. No one Do does. Do share my Netflix? No, everything else. I mean, no, I have a one login <laughs> that I use myself for everything. So, yes, I did cry in the last episode of Ted Lasso. I cried. when uh, they Did you cry when they were doing like... Oh, uh, when they were talking in the stand, the two of them? Probably not, because that was sad. I did a little bit. Okay, yeah. Just because Rebecca cried. Yeah, she yeah. bloody good. Um, uh, with One, Sa- when they did the, the flick into the future mm-hmm. and it showed that Sam was on the yes. national team. <laughs> yes, I did. Yep, that got me. Because <laughs> he's clearly the best character in the series. You know what actually i said it. What actually disappointed me about the finale was that... It took Beard so long to just tell him. That was fucking dumb. Sorry. Okay. But I did like then that um, (laughs) she was like, do you want to go with your friend? And Ted's like, no, he'll be all right. She's like, what an arsehole. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's not an arsehole. Yeah. A couple of things didn't land like they could have because up until... She bumped into him at the airport. I 100% thought Rebecca had just moved on from the Dutchman. Yeah, but I knew it was going to come. I thought she was going to then. You know what would have been better? You know what I said? If she sells the club, she can be with Sam Obesanya. Done. I would have been... I, I love the Dutchman. Yeah. But I would have been very happy for Rebecca and Sam to end up together. I... Um, no, prefer the Dutchman. Um, I would have preferred rather than oh, I ran into your child. You know what? That's a reference to her having little flashbacks to her as a kid. Yeah. But then also, the psychic woman said yes. she was going to be a mum. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. But then I would have preferred if she's at the airport, mm-hmm. get on a fucking plane. Isn't that enough of it? Sorry, I'm in my <laughs> Isn't that enough of a thing for then people to just be like, "Oh, she's going to Amsterdam." That's all you need to do. No, because I. It's not like people would no, and this is I. I think one of my problems with this series, and I read an article about it recently. Too many storylines. Yep. Which didn't necessarily allow them to go. In-depth enough. I do like that early on, they're like, series one, it's all about Ted and the club. Yes. But in the process of developing season one, they accidentally, or they realised that Keely fucking Jones and Roy Kent and Rebecca are all great characters. Yeah. And need their own storylines. But then this article said that season three has changed from being... An office comedy to four office comedies, a PR company, yeah. a football club, a football office, mm. and a restaurant, as well as another club. Yeah. So, uh, but, and then what happened because of that is we didn't really have any tension of. Rebecca is seeing Sam and still likes him. Rebecca is still thinking about Dutchman. Yeah. Rebecca is not sure what she wants to do with her life. But she also says instead of eat, pray, love, she's going to drink, sleep, drink, sleep, fuck. Something like that, yeah. So that, that line doesn't say to me, I feel like I've got to find love. Or I think I might go back and find yeah. the Dutchman. Yes. So then, when the Dutchman arrived, I was just like, "That's the right ending," not like, "Oh my God, he's back! Thank God!" Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I read a headline that said, "It's not a great written headline." Hannah Waddingham says her Ted Lasso character gets what she deserves. <laughs> Sounds like she's gonna <laughs> go away for murder. Well, Rupert got what he deserved. Yeah. Like if you with that phrase. Rebecca did get what she deserved because she's yeah. fantastic and she got to fall in love and be a mum and a wife, presumably. Yep. But that'll be in the spin-off. Oh. What what headline did you read about Hannah Waddingham recently? Did she dominate your vision? No, was they missed a chance in not casting her as M. Oh, that was just somebody's thought. Like in oh, the next okay. iteration of Bond yep. films. With Who fucking knows? Not Idris Elba. um, That she should be M. So we're recommending Ted Lasso, but we've also just spoiled the shit out of it. Oh, well, if you haven't watched it, all of it. Like I went to to, um, breakfast, brunch, whatever you want to call it, with a couple of friends. We were talking about like what we're watching. Yeah. And we were talking about Succession. Oh, yeah. And we were like, me and one friend were like up to date. And this was the week before the final episode came out as well. And this other friend was like, oh, no, I'm a bit behind. And it's like, oh, how much? Because I was going to complain about one episode that happened Mm. and just how the writing did not make sense with the characters at all. And then I was like, oh, where are you up to? Thinking, you know, I'm up to episode two of season four. Yeah. She goes, oh, season two. I'm like, well, I can't say (laughs) say anything. (laughs) No. Yeah. So um, bad luck, I think. Where was I going? No. But also there's so much out there. Yes. That I, you can't expect everybody to be up to date with everything. No. But you also can't expect people to hold off conversations because you're not up to date. Give it a set time, right? Yeah. Don't, if you're on a fan page and a Facebook group of a reality tish, reality competition show where people dress in drag, don't <laughs> 20 minutes after the show airs yeah, say, oh, I can't believe X went home. Because also you know that that's a worldwide following. Yeah. So just because in America, the center of the fucking universe, you watched it at 5 p.m. Pacific time, whatever yeah. time it comes out, that's like 2 a.m. here. I'm mm. not watching it live. No. Speaking of America being the centre of the universe, I went to Star Wars Celebration mm-hmm. in London, and they've announced that the next one is going to be in Japan. Oh, okay, good. And American fans lost their minds, generally speaking. Some, great, because they're like, I get to go to Japan. Yeah. Some lost their minds because they feel like America is the only place that should host events. Oh, Yeah. Because it used to be every year, and one would be in America and then one would be somewhere else. Yeah. Generally, Europe. Mm-hmm. They've been to Asia only like two or three times, never Australia. And disappointing. They, we were reading the tweets after the announcement came, and there were a whole, lot of people like, Don't Disney know that all of their Star Wars fans are in America? We're not going to travel to Japan. Like, pretty sure. Disney knows that they've got a worldwide fan base. Yeah, pretty sure action movies are big in Japan. But also people were like, um, oh, Disney is going to lose so much money for this. They're a multi-billion dollar entertainment corporation. They'll be fine. They'll have done a business case. Yeah. They'll know. I think we've said in the um, podcast before, To Drink Cinema, Yeah, about Disney. It's like, Disney will never die. No. The... The corporation, not the him. Well, well he won't, because he's frozen. It will come back and then be, be frozen again. And then Family Guy, inappropriate thing. I yes. I won't say. No. Um, Yeah, so they know what... They know what they're doing. Disney know what they're doing. Yeah. They own the entertainment industry, basically. I forgot so, that they owned ESPN. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Was so, that a part of Fox? No, they own ESPN. What? Maybe it would be easy to say, but they don't own. Do you want me to... Oh, DC. Disney. So, uh, do you know what reminded me was because for our footy tips, we use ESPN footy tips. Yeah. And I had to regurgitate my password. And I got an email from ESPN saying your password's been reset and an email from Disney saying that my Disney login has had a new login. And I'm like, oh, shit, Uh, someone's hacked my Disney Plus. Yeah. But- no, I did you have myself. Just the one. The yeah, one yeah, you know. The one login. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. That's weird. ESPN. Fucking. What? Ugh. So they've got sport, TV, movie, theme park, video game. Yeah. So CBS, that's what they don't own in America. Yeah. And NBC. <laughs> CBS and NBC. That's it. Yep. So, yeah, you're right. Disney will never die because not only do they own all of the movies that people keep watching over and over again. Mm. And, like, we have at least one friend who has a podcast completely dedicated to Disney movies. Yes. So shit like that will just keep rolling. But that's just Disney movies. Yeah, not, yeah. Not Disney-owned properties. Yeah. So they have all not of that. Marvel, they Marvel, everything. You know, people still watching Snow White in 2023. Yeah. And then they've got 40 Marvel movies. As well as TV shows, as part of buying that is buying the old stuff of Marvel as well. Yeah, they own all of the Star Wars and all of what Lucasfilm own. So, like Indiana Jones, spoiler, we're watching that next is owned is on Disney Plus and on Paramount because it was originally oh, produced was Paramount by Paramount mm. with Lucasfilm. Yes, and so because Disney owns Lucasfilm. They own Indie, but also Paramount owns, yeah. owns Indy. <laughs> um, so, basically, I would recommend um, not, like, having a go at business decisions that Disney make is my recommendation because yeah. they seem yeah. to know what they're doing. It's like they built- they've been hundred, been, been around for 100 years and they're bigger than they've ever been. Yeah. They know what they're doing. They're bigger than any other media company in the world. I, I And I also, like, I don't think people understand how little they know about business. Oh, yeah. People don't know shit. Like, up the road from me, they're building Quest Apartments. Yep. And people are like, oh, why would you build Quest Apartments in Truganina?" Because it's 20 minutes from the airport. Because it's 20 minutes that way from the airport. It's yep. 20 minutes that way from the city. Yeah. It's 30 minutes that way to Geelong. It's 10 minutes that way to the new A-League stadium they're building. Oh, yes. And the amount of industry and offices that is around. Yeah. Like, if you own a countrywide company and you've got your factory in Truganina, mm. why are you staying in the city? But also, their Quest Apartments, they've got 70 sites in Australia. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they know where's a good place to build one. But also, it's not like it's going to be their their top location. They're not chucking all their money no, into no. the Truganina site. But... but Mary from Point Cook knows better. Oh. You know why Mary doesn't like it? Because it might inconvenience her in the slightest way. Oh, because it might add two minutes of traffic yeah. as she drives along Leagues Road. Because the construction now is oh. bad. There's don't talk a, to me about... a lane blocked. Don't talk to me about construction now, people bloody... On Williamstown Road protesting that there's more trucks on Willie Road. There's more trucks on Willie Road because they're building a freeway to take trucks off Willie Road. <laughs> right? Two years. Anyway. You part- live near the freeway, you're <laughs> yeah. going to have traffic. Yeah. You. The reason that you could afford to buy a house in Yarraville is because it's between the freeway and the docks. Yeah. And that's where trucks drive. <laughs> yes. Because <So. laughs> it's noisy. <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. A big part of this show will be I do not recommend. Oh, can we? Entertainment. could get a little bit ranty. Yeah. You know um, a show, a new show I watched? Yeah, I don't tell me. Um, it's on Amazon. Mm. Um, and it's called Jury Duty. Oh, is that the one where he's in it playing himself? Yeah. Who is? So, so this random guy. Oh, James Marsden. James Marsden. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but then this one guy. Yeah. I can't remember his name. He's normal. He doesn't know it's a TV he show. He doesn't know it's a TV yep. show. All the other jurors, the court people, the judge. The lawyers, with lawyers, but defendant, blah blah blah. Yeah. All actors. Yeah. Right? Judge Judy. She's not it. That would be an obvious yeah, giveaway. True. True. Um, Though I'm sure people think Judge Judy's real. Yeah. Well, the cases are real. The decisions oh, The people final. are real. Yeah. Yeah. Um I've got something to say about Judge Judy, but I'll let you go first. I was like, I don't know what to expect from this, yeah. right? Yeah. Because I'd seen clips of it on. Um, like, Instagram and stuff, just little clips. Yeah. And I had no idea what it was about. But then I flicked on it and started watching it. Hilarious. I... This guy's great. The way he... Because they just throw the fucking weirdest situations like, at him. Is it like, thank God you're here, jury duty? It's like um improv on acid. Because you're like... Because, <laughs> you know, improv, you don't know what you're doing, but you have a scenario. Yeah. For okay, instance, yeah, right? Yeah. Yep. But... I've got my scenario, but then I have no idea what you're going to do, and that's yeah, what the yeah. th- like James Marsden was saying in an interview I saw. It's like we knew, you know, this day we're going to go in, we're going to throw this thing at him, but you don't know how he's going to react. Yeah, yeah. So he could like do anything. So you don't know, and the people behind the scenes are like, "What's he going to do?" But also because he doesn't know, he's in there with actors. Like with thank God you're here. They know they're going in there with actors to try and be funny. Yes, they have. So you have a kind of under, mutual understanding that you're in there to be funny. Mm. This is like real. Yeah, and so he could do anything. It was oh, really funny. I and heard the guy that, was really good. I heard that James Marsden convinced the producers to let him play himself because he thought that would make mm. it more believable. Yeah, that James Marsden was himself and pl- just plays up being this full of himself. Actor guy. <laughs> he was really good. So, during the thing, it's so funny. He's reading a script yep. for like a movie that he's auditioning for. Yeah. And it was, it was just so funny. And then <laughs> it's just... I don't know how to describe it because I can't say too much without giving it away. Okay. But if you haven't watched it, I would recommend watching it. Okay. Excellent. Have you watched it? You haven't watched it? No, I haven't watched, watched it. it. Something I would recommend watching is anything by... Mike Flanagan on Netflix. Mike Flanagan. Uh, if you like horror, then Mike Flanagan Who is, Mike is Mike? very good at horror. Who is Mike Flanagan? I watched one of his movies, a movie called Hush. I didn't know it was his, but I watched it's it not what I uh, and it's very good. It's about it's a woman in a cabin in the woods. So it's quite—it's not mean, coming in the woods. No, no, it's quite typical horror setting. But she—oh, he did that stuff. Yeah, he. Okay, she is deaf in the movie, right? So it adds to the movie—the quiet place. And she is the movie is very quiet. Okay. Anyway, Hush is very good by Mike Flanagan as a movie. We Dough have watched the Midnight Club and Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass. Haunting of Bly Manor. I think it's that's next on our well. list. Yes. Haunting of Hill House. Yep. Okay. So we just finished uh, Midnight Mass. It's very good. I like TV shows. Yes. Oh, limited series. Oh right. They are uh, very good. Midnight Mass is very good in terms of being scary, but also very interesting commentary on the church. Yes. Um, if I don't like horror. Will I like it? Probably a dumb question. Um, not as much as you would if you liked horror. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's a great recommendation. All right. That if is you... the kind of genius recommendations <laughs> you're going to get on this podcast, everyone. If you don't like horror, you may still like it. It's a very well-made story. It's a very told story, well-told story, and it is about people. So it's right. reasonably people-focused. What kind of horror is it? Is it like jump-scare, gory, thriller, suspense? It's more suspense thriller. Okay. But there is gore. Okay. Okay. Uh, but with a bit of mystery, a, this guy comes back to this island mm-hmm. that he grew up on after being in prison. So he's a bit like dreaming of the shit he did. That got him into prison. Okay. And this other lady has come back to the island as well. I had a dream I went to prison. What for? Murder. Can you say? Murder. Vehicular manslaughter.
1: Oh, dear. That's what he's for. He killed a girl with his car in the show.
0: I I was like, yeah. And my reaction was, yeah, I'm going to jail. I was like, yeah, about time. Were you like, oh, and Lee can do a podcast, true crime series. No, and then it was like, mum drove me to the prison. (laughs) And then I woke up. So I didn't actually go to prison in my dream. I was just sentenced and then went to prison. But I didn't enter the prison. My favourite bit is that mum drove you to prison. Yeah, mum drove me to prison. It's like, you're out on bail, mum, can you drop him off? Yeah. yeah, sure. I trust. I judge, I trust the mum. It's like to drop him off a prison. You're sentenced to jail. Then I got to go home and pack stuff <laughs> and then go to prison. And mum drove you to prison. So if anybody out there interprets dreams, please do your best. Hannah Waddingham, psychic, in Ted Lasso, maybe. What is the prison symbolic of? You're feeling trapped in something in your life. Oh, Jesus, what's okay? Next subject: trapped in, <laughs> trapped, locked into the podcast contract we've just signed. No contracts. We just no. decide what we're going to we're do each week. Independently owned. Um, we just decide what we're going to do each week, or we just take a month off and then just appear with a new podcast. Yeah was planning time all of that month. The whole month. And this is what we came up with. (laughs) (laughs) We went, let's do this. Yeah, sounds good. I'll see you in a month. That was our planning. No, it was, we haven't done an episode in a month. Should we have a planning meeting about what we're doing? Yeah, all right. Wednesday, we had our planning meeting. It's Sunday now that we're recording this. There you go. Well done. All right. So we've done our drink recommendation. We've done our entertainment recommendations. Uh, What we are going to be watching next is Mm. for Two Drink Cinema. Yep. And it is Indiana Jones 1, 2, 3, and 4. Yeah. Uh, So next week will be a Two Drink Cinema episode where we will be reviewing Indiana Jones 1, 2, and 3. Yep. And then once Indiana Jones 5 comes out, we are going to review Indiana Jones 4 and 5 together in an episode. Predictions on 5? Uh, not as good as three, better than four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you just describe? I think you just described Temple of Doom. That's true as well. <laughs> <laughs> On a scale of Raiders of the Lost Ark to Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, it'll be about a Temple of go, Doom. I think it'll go Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yep. Last Crusade, Temple of Doom. Yep. Five. Dial of Destiny. Yeah. Space. Crystal Skull. <laughs> the young indie series of the 90s. Yeah. Um, I Maybe we, I should rewatch that as well. When's it going to be set? Because, you know, like the, the old trilogy is in the 30s. Yep. And that was made in the 80s. Then they made a the new one 20 years later. It was the 50s. Now yes. it's 20 years on that. So is this Dial of Destiny going to be in the 70s? Well, Harrison Ford's 80-something. Yeah. But apparently... Indiana Jones in this movie is not 80-something. So, they've done a bit of de-aging so that I think Indiana Jones is going to be in his 60s in this style of destiny. But there's also flashbacks, as you see in the trailer. Yeah. About – because nobody – I didn't watch the – then somebody explained the trailer to me. So, I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, I'll do that next week when we do Two drink Cinema. Maybe I should watch the trailer. At least watch it before – yeah, Maybe. Yeah, okay. Do you recommend yeah, watch that? it. I do recommend that. Okay, sure. All right. It can't <laughs> happen unless we say the magic words, do I recommend? do or I do not recommend. It's like recommend. F- it legally binding. We're, then, we're like say, a genie. Yeah. We're like a genie. Unless yeah. you say, I wish, I wish yeah. it can't happen. And you can't recommend that we fall in love with someone. I can't recommend more recommendations. Actually, we can because otherwise <laughs> yeah. it's one episode. It's one episode. Podcast. Our three recommendations yeah. are... <laughs> Uh, well, we're done. Ted Lasso, Midnight Mass, and the indie trailer. What a waste of We've a day. We've done that wish. To, <laughs> 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, anything else entertainment related? Kylie's new single is good. Yeah, it's all right. It's pretty gay. So, yeah. It's very Kylie. Um, I would. Oh, no. 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 Okay. Um, there's a few things I need to see. Yeah. Coming up and that are out now, that I almost sneakily was going to watch a movie in my lunch break and make it two hours. But then I was like, nah, I only started this job a few weeks ago. I should still be good. We will go and see Barbie. We will. Um, which is coming out when? July 19, Oppenheimer Day. Oh, yeah, 20, 29, 20th of July in Australia. This says, so it's obviously midnight 19th. I think so. Um, that's what I had in my head, unless that's the american date no oh well i i don't know because google just thinks that i'm in australia which i am that's good i will go and see oppenheimer you don't have to i'll see it because you know oscar buzz um actually i think it's the 20th it might be the 20th of july oppenheimer is also coming out on the 20th of july do you think they'll show barbie and imax so I want to no. see Oppenheimer in IMAX. I think Oppenheimer will be in IMAX. I don't think Barbie's got an IMAX. <laughs> Come on, Greta, lift your game. Yeah. A male director would do it. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe that like Nolan's people were like, Oi Greta, you shouldn't release that day. It's all Greta's like, like, no, fuck you, I will. Like, <laughs> like this is the date in summer other than like the Fourth of July weekend yeah. to release a movie. Maybe it is it's probably is 4th of July weekend in the states and we get it 2 weeks later. Yeah, probably because I think because of covid movie studios forgot that they released things at the same time Well, in it's also like when is our school holiday's going to be? That's true. That's what Barbie will re- be released on. Don't take your kids to see Barbie. It's probably not going to be very kids. No. Oh, it'll kids will watch it and enjoy it cuz it'll be bright and pink and yay. But, like, it's not going to be those animated Barbie Tinkerbell movies. Yeah, I definitely feel like this is for adults. It's in a kind of black way. I think it's going to be kind way. of, yeah. Yeah. feel a, a bit Who frame Roger Rabbit. Yes. Like, kids will enjoy it because it's Like Barbie. Enchanted. Yes. Yes. Kids will enjoy it because it's kid subject matter. Yep. But the storyline and the jokes, I think, are for more an adult audience. Mm. Mm. Uh, so that's something to look forward to on True Drink Cinema yeah. as well, Barbie and Oppenheimer. We're also going to be watching all these, um, the Barbie Cinematic Universe. We have to catch up with that. I saw a... Like um, Marvel. I you know, saw a you tweet that was like, girls, we should make our boys think Barbie is like the MCU and make <laughs> them watch all the Barbie movies before. And it was like, what do you mean you haven't seen Barbie and the unicorn? What do you mean you haven't seen Barbie Nutcracker? <laughs> Barbie Nutcracker. That's a real one. I don't uh, think Barbie and the unicorn is. It could be. What have uh, So that's our entertainment recommendations. What have we done recently that you recommend? We recently went and did an escape room. I We did. Um, <laughs> which was a lot of fun. Surprisingly, yes. I would recommend if yep. you do an escape room. This is no... Um, criticism of the person who organized our escape route. Yeah, okay. Which um, was me, by the way. Look at the size of it, dependent on the number of people. Well, they go in the room. This This was my issue with the booking of it, right? I tried to book it online mm-hmm. while I was at the bar above the escape room. Yes. Having a drink. I tried to book it online and it wouldn't let me. Yep. Okay. And I had two choices, the casino one or the jailbreak one. Yeah. Right. And I wanted the jailbreak one because I thought I'd done the casino one before. Okay. So I wanted to book the jailbreak one, but it wouldn't let me put my card number in the online thing. So I went downstairs and said, I want to book the nine o'clock escape room jailbreak. But I can't do it because it won't let me do my card payment on the online. Mm-hmm. And she got in a little computer, tick, tick, tick. And she said, oh, sorry, can't book that. Someone's trying to book it online. Like, yeah, that's me. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no, well, sorry, we can't. Like, just cancel that one and put me in. Oh, no. So we ended up in the casino one. Yeah. But I forgot that the casino one is not one room. Yeah. It's three little rooms. Three little rooms and six people. There were six of us. Yeah. Also, I think six is a lot of different opinions. Yes. Although... Probably the sixth of us made the most contribution. <laughs> no offense to the sixth person. Wow. Yeah, that's a fact. that's it's, it's true. It's not quite true. It's not in a nasty way. But like there's four actual cousins and then the two in laws. Yeah. So the fifth or sixth then, okay? Yeah. Made the most contributions. Okay. Which was good, because otherwise we were never getting out of that room. We would have gotten out. Maybe. We would have. Because we had a lot of the same recommendation, uh, suggestions. <laughs> there were some recommendations that just apparently a, happened the, a few minutes before in the they actually made start, it. You were in the first room, and I was in the last room, and I'm like, haven't you tried this? And then two minutes later, I'm like, try this. I'm like, I said that, but I needed to say it louder. Yeah. Or run it through the sixth person to yeah. get it approved. Yeah. I would recommend doing an escape room, though. Mm. But don't do it. I won't do a scary one. Right. And neither will one of our cousins. Well, no, that was the, then in our cousin's chat. There Surely she was, we one that was, was like, being sarcastic. Yeah. We're not doing but a then, Saw-themed, Saw-themed escape room. Saw-themed, inspired, Saw-inspired escape room. Then I was thinking, aren't all escape rooms inspired by Saw? That's where people came up with the idea for an escape room, quite probably. You have to do little puzzles, saw your foot off, and then you're fine. Yeah, my uh, stump never got infected from the casino, so that's a plus. I, I never saw Carrie Elwes. Oh, that's a shame. Even the old Carrie Elwes, yeah, nineties Carrie not... Elwes. Yeah, I'm Robin Hood Carrie Elwes, not Princess Bride. Yeah, I'm six at one, really. It's the not, same character. Uh, Stranger Things Carrie Elwes. Oh, I see in that? Yeah. Oh. He got his little uh, finger chopped off almost by David Harbour. Oh. What season? I made it a few episodes into season three I gave up. Yeah, I think three. Okay. He's the mayor. Oh. So, um, yeah, he was cast, obviously, because he's a cult figure of the 80s. Yeah, like Sean Astin. Stranger Things. The and Wilma Ryder. In The Midnight Club, which is all of uh, Mike Flanagan's stuff has- an 80s, 90s vibe over it. Oh, right. And the woman that they cast as the doctor in the Midnight Club is the main girl from Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, okay. And Shane was like, oh, that's really good casting. I'm like, is it good casting or is it just a reference <laughs> Is it for them? you? Like, yeah, That's why they cast. It. Which is fine because that's, you know, the world we live in. Has she done anything? No, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street, the Midnight Club. Heather Langenkamp. Yeah. I've never heard that name before. Neither had I. And then Shane at one point goes, Oh, that's Heather Langenkamp. I'm like, Okay. Heather Langenkamp? It's not a good name. And then there's. No a, offense, Heather. I don't a, like your name. There's a documentary coming about. I would not about, recommend having that name. <laughs> there's a documentary coming about Robert England who played uh, Freddie. Oh. And then we were watching the trailer for that and she popped up. And I'm like, oh, that's the one from Midnight Club. Shane's like, yeah, she was in Elm Street. I'm like, okay, whatever. Right. Um, another activity that I would recommend that people do mm-hmm. is sit next to people that they don't normally sit next to at the footy. Right? Oh, no. Yeah. I went to the footy last night and to my left was an old man. Yeah, and to my front, just to the right, was an old man. Would have the radio. How old are we talking? Like, did he have his radio? Uh, Listen to three AW. Not Do you old, have the record? Old. Not old, old, but I'm going to say like sixties. Do you have the record? No. no. I because once I was at the football, and it was mm. at the members' fancy, and I was waiting there 45 minutes to get food. Not that fancy. Not good. Um, and you know there were three of us. And we were on a table for four, and there was one old guy that came up and was like, can we sit there? That decision was made without me there. So I was (laughs) like, this is on you guys if it turns out to be weird. (laughs) He said he'd been coming to the footy since 1951. Oh, wow. That's old. That's when they invented it. Yeah. Well, no, not really. No. Yeah, so so I'm like, not that old. What I like about old people at the football, but it also a little bit annoys me, Mm -hmm. is that they haven't realized that the game's changed. Yeah, it's shit now. Every time someone kicked the ball backwards, they would go, oh, don't kick it backwards. Like they've been kicking it backwards for 20 years now. Ever since people started watching soccer. Oh, don't switch the ball. Like switching the play is like happens a hundred million times in a game. Because soccer. Yeah, but it's a tactic in football. So like, oh, like don't complain about it. But it is also kind of entertaining that they haven't moved on in fifty years of watching footy. What a shit fifty years for them the Bulldogs supporters. Oh yeah, fucking tough. Wow. So tough. Have had two good moments. I don't want to talk about the Bulldogs at the moment. <laughs> I am um... when this episode's releasing, we're playing Port Adelaide tonight. And I'm not going. Okay, (laughs) even though it's at Marvel, I am. I sit generally around the same people because I've got a reserved seat. Fancy? Fancy. It's not that fucking fancy. Um, And it's taken Mum and I a while to kind of get more interactive with the people that we sit with every week. Oh, that's the way people are these days. They're not about their neighbours. No, we talk. Like we talk during the game and go, "Oh, what's this, Dusty? Yay!" Yay, Dusty, is yeah. basically all we say. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we never really knew their names. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, there's we knew Sharon. She sits right next to us. Yeah. So, we knew Sharon's name. Then it's like old man in the front who we've sat in this. Mum and I, were, we we're working out. We sat in those seats for nearly 15 years. <laughs> Learned his name two weeks ago. <laughs> then there's what we call the yuppies that sit behind us. Oh, yeah. There's two men who sit there and talk the whole game. About almost anything except the game. Shane used to think that was me and our friend Amber. Yeah. But we knew what was happening in the game. No, but they would they non-stop talk. Like we got, like his wife was going through IVF and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I get th- like, that's a big thing. You're talking about it with your mate at the yeah. footy. It's probably like, you know, a man thing. But also... I'm in a safe place. Yeah. I can be vulnerable kind of shit. Because I'm also being very manly man. at the same time. And then if you're saying, oh, she's getting IVF, but it did... Oh, it didn't yeah, yeah. take. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And then then you you it's s- okay. throw a few swear words in there. And yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's still masculine. So, you know, sit with... Also- I also recommend sitting with the same people. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> because sometimes when people, the general public... A shit, a sh- fucking stupid. Yeah, right. I hate him. <clears throat> and I'm, I just don't. How first like, meet and greet is coming. No, <laughs> I also just. There are so many supporters that are so one-eyed that it just annoys me. Well, what gets me about footy supporters is that they don't know the rules. No, they know the rules according to their team. No, no, some just actually don't know the rules. Like, the amount of time last night people were calling for holding the ball, even Bulldog supporters. Yeah. I was just like, no, no, that's not the rule. Yeah. Like, if he gets it and hand passes it as he's being tackled, it's still a hand pass. Yeah. Like, that's not holding the ball. Yeah. And then if people yell at ball and then, like, oh, that wasn't holding the ball. I'm like, you know, because you actually have to tackle them. Yeah, yeah. If someone breaks a tackle and then yeah. hand passes it, yeah, that's not holding the ball. Yes. Um, and if somebody <laughs> kicks the ball 10 metres and they call play on, that's the rule. It's mm. got to be 15. Mm. Anyway, It's you I, know who else doesn't quite know the rules? The umpires. The umpires. Moving on. I have not noticed any benefit <laughs> to having a fourth. Uh, I, it's worse. They just get in the way. I, I don't know. Maybe it's, a, I don't know, so they don't have to run as far. I was saying, like, I understand umpires of sports. Yeah. Right, in general. Yeah. Don't see everything that's going on. Yes. And they don't always have the best position Mm. to see things that a replay you watch three times shows you. And in slow motion. Right. But if you're standing right there and you're looking directly at what's happening, you should be able to see it. If you see a player put two hands in another player's back and push them, then you should blow the whistle. If you see a player throw a ball... I'm Liberatore. You should pay it. I recommend uh, that the umpires call more free kicks that are there to be called. I recommend the AFL. Shake things up a bit. If you're listening, new... You... Who's the new guy? The I don't even know. Guy replacing Gillan McLaughlin. Yeah. Andrew something? New AFL CEO, executive Andrew Dillon. There you go. Okay. I recommend enforcing the rules. We'll see. Nothing will change. No, because I doubt that uh, he's listening. Nope. Although Gil's going to have a lot of free time, maybe he'll listen. Damien Hardwick has a lot of free time. Oh, he used though. to make uh, coffee for Andrew Demetrio. Did I? Did you know that? No. Yes. Loves, oh, yes, I, I did. You mentioned loves that loves 18 times. Loves Law and Order. All of them or just the... Uh, the
1: like, main one,
0: yeah. Not this for you... I didn't know what he did at this company because every time I went into his office with a coffee three or four times a day, he was just watching a law and order. I mean, well, it's, a, <laughs> it's a nice job if you can get it. Uh, nice yep. work if Thanks, you can get Sybil. it. There you go. Any other activities you would recommend from your last couple of weeks? I went to a beer festival. Oh, that's right. out of the box. And I know what you're thinking, everybody. Brett. You don't drink beer. Yeah. Why the fuck are you spending $40 to go to a beer festival? Because your friends were going? Because like, Okay. So, three of us were going to go. So, I have one friend and another friend. Okay. And we... So, three of us were going to go. I have one friend. I have one friend. And she was going to go with other friends. Yeah. Because they did it last year. And she thought, we did this last year. It's great. Do you guys want to come as well? Sure. Gabs, was it? Yeah. And I go... No, that's not a name. Huh? Uh-huh. Um, and then I was like, "Sure, I'll let's go." Yep. And then they changed it. And then this Jackie, Jackie, if you're listening, Jackie was like, "Oh, I love Jackie." Jackie was like, "Sarah can't make it. Do you still want to go?" <laughs> and so I'm <laughs> like, well, "I can't say no because then it just looks like I was going just because Sarah was going." You should have called me because I love. Oh, but Sarah's not. We going. didn't get the ticket. Oh, I was going to say okay. No, I thought so we didn't if have you a had spare three ticket. tickets. I was like, oh, I love Jackie and Sarah, but Sarah's not going. Yeah, (laughs) I wouldn't have been going with Sarah So I still had fun I still got pretty drunk Because we found a few stands that did like cider and ginger beer But they're not a ginger beer Yeah So I had a ginger beer Thinking it was ginger beer But it was ginger beer Oh, okay It was beer made with ginger in it It wasn't ginger beer Would you recommend it? Nope Well, I wouldn't recommend I don't like beer Yeah If you like beer like horror. (laughs) If you don't like beer... (laughs) It would be more enjoyable if you liked beer. (laughs) Okay, that's a good... That's going to be our cop-out saying. But also, um, I would recommend if a fire alarm goes off in a major event that you prepare to leave. You told me about that. Yeah, nobody moved. It was whoop whooping for a good half hour. And no one moved. I'm like... Did anyone come around in a red hard hat nope. fire warden style? Nope. You've done fire warden I've training I've done my now. fire warden training. So you know if it whoop whoops, you got to get into action. Fire whoop. warden training is weird. <laughs> no, because it's like, you know, they give you a few rules. It's like, it'll go boop, boop, prepare to leave, and then it'll go yep. whoop whoop, and then you leave. Then get out. Right? Get the fuck out. It's so, it's just like, you can tell people to leave twice, but if they don't, you just leave them. Oh. Okay, um, so sorry, I would be I've like got this report to finish. Yeah, I've, I'm in a meeting. I'm like, there's, there's a fire. I'm in a meeting. You should leave. No, you should leave. No, nice knowing you. No, it's also no, like people no, that aren't able to use the stairs, leave them. That's what happened in the wheel office. them in the stairwell and leave them. No, I'm sorry. I will carry you out if you're in a wheelchair. No, but then you slow up everybody else. Well, you just go last. You just push. <laughs> what damage are you gonna do? <laughs> You just go last and you piggyback them because piggybacking them will be quicker than carrying a wheelchair down the stairs. Yeah. So I've also and decided- You go last, you're not holding anyone else up. Yeah. I've also decided that if I ever have a job that requires me to be the chief fire warden, uh, the chief warden of a building- Of oh, the whole building? No. No, thanks. Because it's like you just ask the warden, they'll tell you what to do, like the chief warden. Yeah. So they'd make a call like- stay or go or no it's fake or whatever i'm like oh god you could not pay me enough is that if you're not sure what to do because if i worked in an office which i couldn't imagine doing in my life and well done to you for being able to put up with it if i was in an office for more than i reckon six days and the book boop, any alarm came on i'd be out yeah i'd be like i'll see it maccas i'm around the corner yeah general it's like comment but you know like I said, general public is stupid, so you can't rely on people's common sense. No, but I'm not talking about common sense. I'm talking about a fucking hate being in the office. Oh, so even if it's like someone puts on some hip hop music, it, yeah. and then there's the air horn in the hip hop song, I'm out there by the time, by the time what Jay Z's finished, what I'm gone. You know, hip hop has the no ed- oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. no nice. okay. If that comes on, I'm right. out. Any kind of alarm air horn, I'm like, this place is going down. See you later. And right. you're not paying me enough. The truck outside <laughs> goes, <"Roo, laughs> yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Uh, anything. Anything. If someone just says the word fire, God. Because I either know the place is on fire or I'm getting fired. Yeah. So see you later. Either way, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> either way, I'm out. And I'm going back to my content creation job as the CEO of Two Brothers Entertainment. Yeah. But if you do like beer, I would recommend going to Gab's Beer Festival. Okay well done, Gabs, for starting a beer festival. Yeah. Well done. Go right. you Gabs. Um, now, we've had a couple of I do not recommend rants already. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you do not recommend? <laughs> Just generally speaking. It's very general. Brussels sprouts. No, uh, I'm not. I think I've had a decent rant about a couple of things. Yeah. With the entertainment stuff, I'm talking about you, Ted Lasso. Mm. If if you're writing a story, I will be. And you want to be inclusive, put the characters in at the start and then just don't make a character gay later on. Yeah. I, I did the same with Grey's Anatomy. Oh, she, you're a lesbian now. Whoop. Yeah, but Grey's G- Anatomy. Anatomy. That's different. That's, the That's different. Men.com spin off. Um, I at the start of Grey's Anatomy you didn't have to do inclusion. It's twenty years ago. You didn't have to do yeah, inclusion in Hollywood. But Shonda Rhimes Yeah. Right. A woman of colour mm. should be more inclusive. That's true. What the problem is it's come because they are only including difference for story purposes. Yeah. So they're going, oh, we want to tell a gay story. Mm. Who's the soccer player that we don't know enough about so that if (sighs) we add that they're gay, no one's going to go, well, that doesn't make sense. He flirted with Keely in season two. Yeah. And so that ended up being Colin rather than like you and I, when we talked about it, was like Dr. Sharon. Yeah. Yeah. Just make it a part of her character. Yeah. She doesn't need to have a lesbian storyline. Or a queer storyline. No. She can just be. But also make it a thing. They didn't do much with it in Ted Lasso. Well, as I said earlier, season three didn't do a lot with a lot of things. Yeah. You had one whole episode of Rebecca and the Dutchman, which is the title of the spinoff. Yeah. And then nothing. Yep. Like he didn't even pop up. She didn't, it wasn't even sitting there with Keely and going, oh, I'm taking, I've downloaded Duolingo and I'm yeah. learning Dutch. Yeah. Like nothing. Ba-ding. And then he's just there at the Ba-ding. airport. Yeah. I prefer, I think inclusion is easier and more should be in entertainment, a part of someone's character, not always their storyline. Yes, telling different stories is important, mm. but the all of a sudden Colin being gay is less jarring if Dr. Sharon has a girlfriend in season two. Yes. You don't make a story out of it. You just It's just there. just is. Like ifs. in life. Or Trent Krim is standing there with the rainbow mug all the time. Yeah. So you're like, oh, well, Trent Krim's not straight. Yeah. But- But Trent Krim's story isn't him being gay. Yeah. But it's a part of his character, which makes inclusion. Because realistically, in that office, if Trent Krim comes in, we're not having two weeks talking about Trent Krim being gay. Yes. And so that's what makes it realer, which makes, I think, inclusion better. Yeah. But then we do also need the storyline of... A gay footballer has these extra challenges that straight footballers don't have. Yes, but then at the same time, they didn't have. He's like a very minor character,
1: at, and it's at like the same time,
0: run. he's been playing football for five years already. Yes, and is only now having the issues. Yeah. Um, the other thing that we talked about is that there's uh, more than one character capable of having racial storylines that is correct not just sam I was yeah that. as much as we love him yeah but it doesn't always have to be on him no there are other people of color in that team including the guy in the locker right next to him yeah and the other one that doesn't even get a name oh yeah not the goalkeeper there's another no one. van damme no but zorro but then zorro zorro but then zorro. zorro yeah who's wearing um sam de koenig's <laughs> football mask <laughs> great <laughs> All right, um, that's enough, I reckon. It's episode one, so I haven't worked out how we're going to get out of these episodes. So thanks, Brett. (laughs) I would recommend listening to our episode on Indiana Jones Trilogy. Yes, I would recommend that next week. I would recommend hitting subscribe, whether you're on YouTube or on your podcast platform. Two out of three recommend is the podcast now going forward. We also have now the ability set up for you to send us a tip. Ooh so we can buy some more drinks. Yay. I would also recommend telling everybody you know in your life to listen to us. Yes, that's a big recommendation. But also recommend people to tip us. Oh, yeah. You can tip whatever amount you like, and the link will be in the episode description. Uh, Tips over a certain amount will send you a stubby holder. Yes. So do that. Uh, Click subscribe and share with your friends. Thank you, Brett. Thanks, Lee. Cheers. If you're enjoying our random chat in this podcast and you're a fan of films, check out Two Drink Cinema. Each week we create a cocktail and review a classic movie, diving deep into the story and its impact on the entertainment world. Check out the link in the show notes for this episode or find the highlights on the socials.